Family, let's say it's written. Let's say it's written. Let's say it's written. We just, uh, the kids are leaving. Hallelujah. Let's say it is written. We started a new service from last week called It Is Written. We we really advise you to go back to that service. You can check you can check it out on our podcast. Uh, it's really powerful service. And if you want to take notes, you can go to uh, CFC. Uh, what do you call? Yeah, CFC Church. Therefore, you will get the the message notes there. You know, um, you'll get the message notes there. And you can just complete the gaps there. But we're gonna be beaming them here also. Um as we as we teaching this message. Last week we started talking about a life built on God's word. Hallelujah. Say my life. Say my life is built on God's word. We started talking about that and we advise you to really go back to that message so that it connects as we continue with this series for this month of August. Then to, to this morning, we're going to be talking about understanding the Bible. Hallelujah. You're going to understand the Bible. You're going you're gonna to be able to tell somebody about the Bible. You know, have you had somebody just saying things from the Bible, you know, <laughs> quoting stuff, telling you where the scripture was written, who wrote it, by when, and you know, all those things. That's what today you're going to be understanding. Hallelujah. Therefore, it's about understanding the Bible, which is our part two. You know, understanding the Bible, you know, the the, the word Bible means book. Eh? That's what it means. It means a book. The word Bible is not there. Oh, I jumped the scripture. That's why. <laughs> okay, let's read from Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. It says, everyone who hears, the, who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who builds his church on the rock. Hey, not his church, ne? Eh? <laughs> who builds his, his house on the rock? Therefore, whoever, whoever listens, hears these words, hears the word of God, and do them, practice them, and allow the word of God to convict him. Allow the word of God to manifest in his life. The Bible says he's like, he's like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And we know the story, right? Where if you when the when the storm comes, your your house will remain. But if you build your house, if you hear the word and not leave them and not make sure that the word manifests, you like a man who builds house his house on what? On the sand. And when the storm comes, it washes the it washes the house. Therefore, we can test that in our lives. When there's trouble, are we able to stand or we just flow in the flow? <laughs> Hallelujah. If, when everyone is complaining, we, we join the chorus and, and maybe be the loudest. Eh? Every storm that comes, does it does it go with us or do we stand and say we are standing on the word of God? We are not moving on the on this one truth. Hallelujah. We are not standing. We are not moving on this one truth. Hallelujah. Hey, this man has been standing here. No, he can go chill. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for saving. 
Hallelujah. Therefore, when you build your house on the word of God, your house will be stable. When we, when we, he's saying that maybe you'll stop at some point. Eh? The mic. Should we stop the mics? Oh, this one is not good. Okay. Eh? Or should I? Here. Oh, should I hold it like this? Is it fine? Okay, thank you. Now I'm now I'm not hearing all the problems. I'm, I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm a preacher. <laughs> Hallelujah. Therefore, it says here, those, those people who build their lives on the word of God, you build your life on the rock. When storms come, when, when heavy rains come, your house will remain. Hallelujah. Any house, the strength of any house is revealed when a storm comes. When everything is going well, no, every house can stand. Hallelujah. <laughs> every house can stand. But when the storm starts to hit, when the storm starts to hit, whether it was built so many years ago, it will start to reveal. It will start to reveal whether it was built on the rock or it was built on the sand. Hallelujah. Therefore, this series is trying to help us to build our houses on the rock. That's why we, last week we spoke about a life built on God's word. We must always endeavor to say what does the word of God says about this. Ask your friends, ask the people. I'm experiencing a challenge. What does the word of God says about this? Therefore, today is about understanding the Bible. What is this Bible that we read? What is this Bible? The Bible is just the, the word Bible means a book means a book that's what it means and it is it was it was written over a period of 1600 years eh? from the from genesis right up until the last book or the last time it was written it was written over 1600 years you know in over a thousand countries and on three continents by people from all walks of life. Hallelujah. It was written from Europe, Africa, and Asia. Hallelujah. Middle East. That's how, that's how, that's, those people wrote them, wrote, wrote from different countries. And there are, there are about 40 writers, but only one author. Hallelujah. Why do we say there are 40 writers? Writers are those who put the pen to paper, right? But the author is the one who inspired the writing. Do you know that most of the books are not written by people who said they, they wrote them? They are the authors. They bring the, 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 what do you call, the structure, right? And the story and everything. But there's somebody who they give and they write the book. I can write a book and you are seeing me every day. Eh? Isn't it true? <laughs> there's somebody, I can author a book but not the writer. I can be an author but not the writer. Because an author is the one who owns the content. But the writer is the one who puts the content together. Hallelujah. Therefore, here in the book of Timothy, the book of Timothy chapter 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 2, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17 says, All scripture is, is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may may be thoroughly equipped for every good work hallelujah therefore every scripture all scripture is what is god breathed 
Therefore, that's why we're saying there is 40 writers, but only one author. 40 writers, only one author. Therefore, if we look at the overview of the Old Testament, just to understand the Old Testament, right? The structure of the Old Testament. It says here, um, you know, the first five books, you know, the, the book, there are books of law, of the law, right? From Genesis up until Deuteronomy. Those are the books that we call them the book of the law. That's where you hear, thou shalt. <laughs> and all the Leviticus, uh, the, the numbers, you know. That's where uh, you hear a lot of law coming out there. And the, the next books from, from the book of Joshua to Esther, to the book of Esther, Esther is what we call the historical books. They capture what happened. It's an account. When you're reading there, you will hear such and such gave birth to this and this king did not last. This king reigned for this time. You know, you hear that. You don't really hear a lot of prophetic and laws there. You hear mostly an encounter like the story of David. If you want to understand the story of David, you read the book of uh, Kings, uh, First Kings and also uh, the book of uh, Chronicles. First Chronicles. Hallelujah. In our Bible study schedule for last week, actually, that's if you're reading, that's why we, most of the time you'll be reading the stories of David. Hallelujah. Because it's, an, it's a historical encounter or historical account of the Bible. From Job to songs, to, to songs of Solomon, it's poetical. Right? That's where you get a poetical, you know, uh, where David comes in with his, with his psalms, you know, from the book of Job. Where he comes in and says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, uh, he, he starts to, you know, that's why it's, it's not only David who wrote uh, Psalms. It's other, there are other contributors, but he's the main contributor to the book of Psalms. Therefore, you hear poetic there and even go, I mean, uh, 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 the book of, um, what is it? Um, uh, it's here, it's here. I'm, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting. The Songs of Solomon, right? Nice book. Very nice book. Hallelujah. That's where you get the rose of you are the rose of, of Sharon, eh? That's where you get all those even romantic eh? <laughs> portions of scriptures. Hallelujah. Because they are poetic in nature. In how how they've they've come across. And if you want to learn how to praise God and how to honor God, those are the books that you will tend to read. Hallelujah. So that you can praise him much better and better. You know, there are about 17. 17 prophetical books also 17 pro prophetical books there is there is the first there's five major prophets that's from Isaiah the book of Isaiah to the book of uh, of of Daniel right those are the five major prophets right uh, Isaiah Ezekiel um, what was the other one eh? Jeremiah you know you get those, those are the what you call the major prophets. Right? Therefore, when you read there, you know that these guys are talking very, very big things. And then you've got also 12 minor, what we call minor prophets, from the book of Isaiah to the book of Malachi. And if you look at the minor prophets books, eh, they are very short. They are very short. If you want to read Daniel, you read and, and sometimes not even understand because sometimes it's talking about this, this, this statue that has got a brown head, you know, a silver body, you know, some gold, 
legs or whatever. You know, it's sometimes scary. <laughs> because those are prophetic books. Therefore, when we read those ones, you know, you must really ask the Holy Spirit right, to understand and to reveal. And if you don't understand, that's why you can ask another person. I'm reading here and the Bible is saying one, two, three. What does that mean? Hallelujah. Because those are prophetic books. Then let's go to the New Testament. The New Testament has got how many books? <laughs> Anybody to try? <laughs> eh? Anybody to try? The New Testament has got about um, how many? Napoleon, do you want to try? Okay, the first four books of the New Testament is what we call the Gospels, right? It's the book of Matthew. Eh? Matthew, let's see. Mark. No. We are counting them the way, the flow. Not <laughs> The book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Hallelujah. Eh? Yeah, we need to we need to familiarize ourselves. <laughs> we need to we need to visit that book, guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because now you understand those are the gospels. They capture the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ on earth, right? The four first books of the New Testament. And also you've got the book of Acts. The book of Acts is a historical record of the first church. That's where the first church started. You know, when, when they were in the upper room, you know, okay, the first chapter starts to talk about Jesus when he was, you know, ascending. You know, when he told them, do not leave Jerusalem, right, until you receive power, right? The next thing you hear, they are in the upper room, you know, they were celebrating, and suddenly, you know, there was sort of, you know, a shaking and, and there were tongues of fire coming down on them and they came to them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they started to speak in other tongues. And from there, that's when Peter now, the one who, who rejected Jesus, né? he started to come out <laughs> and start to teach the people. And a lot of people were saved. And the, 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 the first church started to grow. Hallelujah. That's when this is an encounter, and that's when you also have an, a, 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 a story about, about Saul who became Paul encountering Jesus. Hallelujah. When he, you know, he got a, a five, what we call a fivefold, a fivefold <laughs> ministry, you know. <laughs> he was <laughs> he got fivefold ministry and he was blind, and, and, and that's when that's when Jesus really took him in. And empowered him and he became wrote most of the books in the New Testament hallelujah and we hear about a lot of miracles you know a lot of signs and wonders happening the church was growing and there was much persecution also because there was a time when Paul was was beaten the Bible says he was half dead eh? and they threw him out of the city and after that he woke up and didn't say ah, I'm not going I'm not I'm not going I'm not going back again to preach the word he moved on to the next city and preached the word hallelujah hallelujah that's when we get also Paul you know in the when when they were taking him to Rome in the middle of the sea there was a lot of raging storm and the boat the the ship that they were in it was being ripped apart and Paul prayed and the angel came and stood next to him and said do not worry do be cheerful, do not worry, because no life will be lost. Hallelujah. That's why if you read the book of Acts, you'll really be motivated 
to do a lot of things for God. Hallelujah. You really, you really get empowered because it's a, it's an account of how God used His people. It's an account of how God changed people's lives. It's an account of signs and wonders, healing, miracles, infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, do you remember when Paul and Silas, the scripture that most people quote when they want to, Paul and Silas, they were in prison. Hallelujah. For healing somebody who was demon-possessed. And they were beaten. Beaten. But in the midnight, the Bible says, in the midnight, they started to sing, they started to pray and sing praises to God. And suddenly again, hallelujah, there was an earthquake. And the, and the prison doors opened. The chains fell. Miraculous things happened there. Hallelujah. Therefore, if, if you want to really learn about the first church and the power that the first church really operated in, read the book of Acts. And I like where it's positioned because it's just after Jesus and it's, after, and it's before the letters of Paul. <laughs> you know? It's just a powerful, powerful portion of scripture, the account of the first church. Then after that, you've got what we call the epistles, right? The 20 books of epistles, you know, from Romans through Jude. These are letters. They've just put together letters. Like Romans is the letter to the church of Rome, you know, uh, Corinthians the two letters to the church of Corinthians hallelujah therefore you go to the Galatians you go to the Ephesians Philippians this is Paul these are Paul's writing Ephesians Galatians Thessalonians you know those are Paul's writing you only get other guys writing really when you start to get to the book of uh, James Um. When you get to the book of um, Jude, when you get to the book of um, Peter, you know the first, the two, the two letters by Peter. That's when you start to get others. But from from the book of Romans until the book, to, the book of I think it's Thessalonians, if I'm not mistaken. And Timothy is also a letter by Paul to Timothy. Hallelujah. Therefore, Paul wrote most of the of the of the second of the New Testament. Then there's the last book which is the revelation. This is the only prophetic book in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Talking about the, the, the last days of eternity. Talking about, you know, if you read this one, it will tell you what's going to happen. The things that, some of the things we are seeing now, the pandemics, all these things, the, the book of revelations has already stated them. Therefore, most of the things when they happen as Christians, right? We should not get too worried. <laughs> because, you know, do you get too worried when you when we pray for you and you are healed? Eh? <laughs> you celebrate, right? <laughs> eh? Then then when the Bible happens and these things are happening, we start to worry and say, let's pray against them. Let's, you know, simply means he's coming. He's coming for his bride. Eh? It's, are we, do you want to live here forever, guys? <laughs> But if we are ready, we will celebrate and say, oh, these things are happening. These things are happening. We are going to heaven. He is coming. Hallelujah. Because he has already told us. Hallelujah. He's already told us. If triple six come here, let him come. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they're talking about they're talking about the COVID passport now, you know? 
you're gonna enter some restaurants if you don't have a vaccine uh, uh, certificate. Am I worried? About, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Is the Bible unfolding? Hallelujah! It's happening. If the Bible says you are you are gonna bless, it's your season to be blessed. Do you reject and say no, no, no? The Bible is happening. No, no. You say, Lord, I thank you that your Bible, your word is true. When these things happen, they confirm the credibility of the word of God. Hallelujah. If things that are written in the Bible don't happen, are you gonna trust the word of God? But when you see them unfolding, it's because we serve a living God. Hallelujah. He's already forewarned us. You just have to be on the right side. Because if you read the book of Revelation, it will tell you that the triple six is coming for those who do not believe. Hallelujah. There will be a rapture first, then triple six come. Therefore, if you remain, if you remain after the first rapture, <laughs> you're going to face a triple six. Hallelujah. But we are, I'm, I'm saying I'm going on the first trip. <laughs> I'm going on the first trip, guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because I make sure that I trust God to live righteously. Trust God to know that I am going to heaven. If he, if he raptures me out of here, heaven is where I'm going. Hallelujah. Therefore, when you read such books, they make you aware and they make you stable. Most of the time you find that we only encounter the word of God like I'm teaching, right? Or from a Facebook, you know. A chat or post or whatever but when we get when we create time in our busy schedules to read the word the word starts to minister to us personally hallelujah the best way that the word will speak to you is when you are in your quiet time and listening to what god is saying spending time in the word he will have a word for you as i'm releasing the word here i'm releasing a word for everyone but the holy spirit will minister to you personally Hallelujah. Say, so when I read the word, the Holy Spirit ministers to me personally. I have a personal teacher of the word. Hallelujah. And every morning or every evening, he is waiting for you patiently to teach you deeper things of the, of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must have your own Bible. I know these phones, they have the Bible. And you say, no, when you say, where's the Bible? How many times do you open it? <laughs> Hallelujah. But when you have your Bible, you know, since we started with this Bible reading schedule, you know, I forced, now I force myself. You know, I would go through two, three days without even reading the Bible. As long as my message, sometimes it's, it's okay, you know, I'm fine. But this thing is bringing discipline now. To wake up in the morning and open the Bible and read the Bible. Hallelujah. Read the Bible. Have your Bible. Mark it. I always have a pen. I mark it. I write it. I, it's mine. I, I'm, I'm not owing it. I didn't buy it on credit. That They will come and repossess. <laughs> Therefore, I know yours also is not on credit. Therefore, write it. Read it. Know it. Mark it. Highlight it. Do everything on it. Hallelujah. So that as the Spirit is ministering to you, you are making your own notes. Hallelujah. Because you are spending time with the Word of God. Therefore, how many of you know that as you read a novel or a book, there is something called the plot? Eh? You know the plot, eh? We, we, when you're analyzing a book, right? The plot, right? What is the backbone of the 
of the book, isn't it? Eh? You know, when we're teaching in Venda, they'll say, Petubupo. <laughs> and you write, you know, and you write, you analyze the book. Hallelujah. Therefore, here, the plot of the Bible, really, you know, is, is, is the, this is the mirror image. You know, this is the mirror image. The plot of the Bible is God and his righteous, uh, sorry, God and righteous man in paradise. Hallelujah. That's the plot. God has already imagined, before God created us, he had already imagined us with him in paradise. Hallelujah. In heaven. He created us so that we he can have a family. Hallelujah. We are his family. Therefore, that's the, when you read uh, 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 Genesis chapter 1 uh, to chapter 2, that's where you find he created this thing. He, you know, all this so that he can have what? A family. Another, another part that is critical in the Bible to understand is that you also have to understand there is Satan and Satan and sin enter. Right? When you start to go to Genesis chapter chapter 3 to 5, that's where Satan and the sin enter. Number three, it's, it's where the world judged and destroyed. You find that in the book of Genesis chapter 6, uh, chapter 6 to chapter 9. Hallelujah. Eh? This is where you find that, that story. To say, the, the judgment was, was, was issued and the world was destroyed. Remember the waters that came and filled the, the, whole, the whole earth? Hallelujah. The second thing, the third, the fourth thing is that one world government system. You remember when they were uniting and they wanted to build a wall to heaven? Remember, it's in, it's in, it's in Babel, right? Where they wanted to build a wall up up to heaven and God said hey these people are united let me <laughs> bring different languages and and that project was disturbed the other thing as we close is that you start to discover 12 tribes of Israel you know God's holy people Genesis from Genesis to Malachi from Genesis 12 if you read from the amp until the Malachi the last book of the Old Testament is now focused on the Israelites isn't it you start to hear among the kings and all that about the Israelites and the prophecy concerning Israel. Therefore, in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's about Jesus Christ. Right? That's the plot around it. And, and now you start to hear also about the 12 disciples, the church, God's holy people. The Acts. Now it's sort of mirror imaging the, the Old Testament, right? You start to see that. You had, you had God's 12 tribes of Israel, right? And now here you've got 12 disciples or 12, yeah, 12 disciples, the church of God in the book of Acts, from the book of Acts to the, to the book of Jude. Then you also have one world government system again coming in Revelations chapter 6 to chapter 19. And you, you also have the world judged and destroyed in the book of Revelation chapter 6 uh, chapter 6 to 19 again you also hear Satan Satan and sin exiting now <laughs> right he entered right he entered in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 3 verse two, uh, two, chapter 3 to chapter 5 he entered here now he's exiting with his sin the last part which is great 
which is what we need to focus on is God and redeem and redeemed man in paradise that's where we're going that's what God has pictured for us that's why God he wanted to me and you welcome thou faithful servant enter thou into the joy of the Lord that's what God wants us that is this is the ending this is a good ending this is the this is where everything you know reaches the top hallelujah they call it what the climb is a climax right in the book this is when now everything comes and is a is a good ending in the book of revelation chapter 2021 to chapter 22 you know therefore the bible the subject really throughout the bible is jesus from the beginning hallelujah because god says let us create let who was who was there it was jesus and a lot of encounters will teach you that in the coming coming where G, we find jesus in the old testament hallelujah where we find jesus in the and he was prophesied also even through the prophecy he was there therefore jesus is the subject and where we found that in the book of john chapter 5:39 he says you search the scriptures you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life but the scriptures point to me right the scriptures point to me this jesus take telling the pharisees they who were reading mostly who were actually reading the old testament right and say you search the scriptures you know to look for 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 every you know so that you can get eternal life but the scriptures points to me those scriptures of the old testament which, which means this proves that jesus is the subject throughout the bible therefore the verb here it's give what what, what does the essence of the bible is giving if the subject is jesus what is what is that doing thing what 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 what, what should we receive here it's giving because the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 says for god so loved hallelujah god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the story of the Bible as we have done a high high level overview of the Bible is that it's about Jesus. Say so when I read the Bible no matter which scripture I read I see Jesus. I find Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I find Jesus. It must always come back to Jesus. Can you stand up on your feet? It must always come back to Jesus. It must always come back to Jesus. Hallelujah. You know you may love certain scriptures, certain portion of scriptures, but they must come back to Jesus. They must come back to Jesus all the time. Say Jesus. 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 As I read your word, as I meditate on your word, reveal more of yourself to me. Reveal your image. Your very image. me make your word to transform me to your very own image as i spend time in your word i am changing i'm being transformed in the name of jesus in the name of jesus because i understand that from genesis from genesis to revelation it's about you It's about you. It's about you. It's about you. 
It's about you. It's about you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray in the, in the name of Jesus that, Father, as we read your word, Lord, you are revealed in our lives more and more. We shall not read the word in vain as we are reading any other novel or any book. But, Father, we believe and we know that we are reading a God-inspired word of God, the very breath of God, in the name of Jesus, where Jesus remains the center. And we see Jesus. Lord, we may be, we may be distracted and, and put ourselves in the center of every scripture. But, Father, we repent from that and we put Jesus Every center in the center of every scripture. He's our rock. In the name of Jesus, we built our lives on him. The Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Jesus, Emmanuel, he came and dwelt amongst us. In the name of Jesus. Will not take your word as the other thing, but will take your word as the center of our lives as the beginning and the ending of our lives, as the final authority in our lives, in the name of Jesus. Family, wherever you are, you can just submit yourself to the authority of the word of God and say, say with me, Lord, I submit myself to the authority of your word. What your word says goes. What your word says, I go with it. In the name of Jesus. For your word in my life is final authority. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's clap hands for Jesus. Let's clap hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Family, we're going to... Maybe part of the church news is that we are having our cell groups on Tuesdays and fasting and prayer on Wednesdays. Hallelujah. Just make it a habit. Uh, you can just have your coffee. You can have your coffee... My, uh, what do you call flask around you know <laughs> have your yeah uh, have your have your coffee mask uh, not mask <laughs> flask around the whole day you know five o'clock you go into your place of prayer you pray six o'clock you come out refreshed that's that should be a habit hallelujah therefore we'll go we're gonna get connected all the time and please don't miss the saturday morning prayer every morning seven o'clock we are praying Hallelujah. Every Saturday. We just want to be a praying church, family. Just want to be a praying church. Therefore, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord do you good. And yeah, we profusely apologize for the pictures, <laughs> the family pictures. Therefore, to make it up, we've set up another studio now nicely with lights. You'll see. You'll just see the studio. You'll see now today's things are different. Hallelujah. Therefore, we, we're going to be doing that. Uh, even the last, the last Sunday of the month, we're going to have baby dedications. Hallelujah. Therefore, if you know people, you know, that they've not had their babies dedicated, just let us know. Hallelujah. They can send us a WhatsApp or so, so that we can also prepare a gift for the little ones when they come to be dedicated. Hallelujah. Because it's our first time, we'll bless all the kids. Hallelujah. But just make sure that you communicate and we, we dedicate all the children. Hallelujah. Let's go have coffee and the pictures. Thank you.